Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Life is full of awesome what-ifs, and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hello everyone, welcome to the Redman TV. It's the build-up show, Liverpool Leeds. Thank you so much to Odds Checker for sponsoring the countdown to the brand new season. If you're not familiar with Odds Checker, it is a fantastic app where you can aggregate all of the best prices across the things that you would normally bet on. And now you can bet directly through that app as well. It's like delivery for betting. The link will be in the description. Get through there, get involved, and all that good stuff as well. Um, yes, let's kick off the show then. I am joined by Chris Page, I'm Ross Chandler, and just tying into the, to the whole thing. Uh, we're going to do our score predictions at the end. Um, but Chris, you know, as a, as a man who enjoys a flutter, I thought it was interesting to note that at the time of recording, Liverpool to beat Leeds 3-0 was 8-1. to Now, you expressed some doubts to me. Let's just get this up front mm-hmm. and out the way. Some doubts, because you, you were... Reticence to, to, to straight up back Liverpool and another side thing you've got going on for a win for this. Yeah, it's a last man standing. So yeah. you, you get to pick one winner. I think there's a I think there's a it, I think it's a really hard week to guarantee yourself one winner anyway. But if it was if it was one winner, I'm not sure Liverpool's the best bet to go for on that. I think Leeds are going to give a lot of teams a bloody nose this season because teams haven't played them. Teams haven't played a Bielsa side. Teams don't play man-to-man across the board sides very often, if at all. If Liverpool have in the last five years, I don't know. Like Not many teams play like that. Plus the way they play with that 4-1-4-1 that becomes a 3-3-1-3. I mean, it's just something that we've not come up against before. So And especially as that first game of the season. And look, Liverpool haven't been in great form since January. February time, anyway. Um, reasons, of course. It gets earlier and earlier to sort, to sort whatever point. Liverpool haven't been good since like this time last year. Yeah, but yeah. You, you know, it, it. Look, it was the start of March, wasn't it? And the and the end of February when Hendo got injured. Yeah. So you know that's the time when Liverpool haven't really played brilliantly together. Mm-hmm. So I just think in the first game of the season, it's a tough one mm-hmm. to call, and I think Liverpool are going to win. I don't think it's going to be three 0 So get your money on three 0 Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, you said it. Uh, yeah, you can download the old checker app again in the link. Make sure that you must be eighteen plus to get involved with that. And if you do gamble, please gamble responsibly and be gamble aware. Uh, as we always say on these things, if look, if you're not, if it's not your bag. Don't let it. Don't let us force you into it being your bag. But however, if it's the kind of thing you do already, then please do consider using the odds checker via the link in the description. Right, Ross. Um, look, the kind of thing Chris is alluding to there. Um, Leeds are going to be flying high. You see this all the time, where clubs come up from the Championship, and particularly because it's Leeds, and there's just such a they're riding a crest of a wave. That club's been down in the doldrums for a very, very long time. Um, they will be a, a, a bigger test. It's a it's a fantastic game, I think, to open the Premier League. I'm, 
I'm a bit. I find it weird that it's not the first game of the season that like Fulham Arsenal's the first game of the season. I think it is. Yeah, it's a bit odd. I was talking to Chris yesterday about it's, it's about perception, isn't it? So like when you play Norwich, you think back to those those teams that we played Norwich, and you're thinking, oh, this be a piece of piss. Whereas this is Leeds. You just said, you know, they're a massive club. We haven't played them for God knows how long. You thinking, you know. They're going to be a challenge. Plus, the manager's a bit of a fucking psychopath, <laughs> there. So, like, which you know, which is a positive. He's well respected in football by some, you know, some pretty big names. He's been around a while. So, he, like what you mentioned before, he's not going to come to Anfield and go, listen, like you know, man the barricades. Just let's get through this game. He's going to go and go. Well, Wordley United, where where the champions, are. we've got confidence. You can't go into your first game. Go, listen, just just get out of here as you know as, as harmful as possible. He's going to want to go for a win. I think, mm-hmm. like you said, you. We, it sets a tone for the rest of the season. Leeds go there and just go, oh, look, look, listen, don't, don't, don't beat us. Other teams will play into their minds when they come to go and play Leeds. It Leeds give Liverpool a challenge. Everyone else in that Leeds going to go, fucking hell, like Leeds are fucking bang up for this. I recorded a show with um, Joe from All Leeds TV, which will be out on, uh, will be out later on today. Um, um, and what he was saying is exactly that, really, Ross. And he's talking about it. He's like, Bales is not going to change his style of football, but also they've got two winnable games, game week two and game week three. So they're looking at it going, if we can get six points out of nine to start the season, that's really good. Liverpool's a free hit. And not... And not a free hit in the way that it's a free hit to Burnley, we're going to sit back. Yeah. It's a free hit and they're just going to go out and play football and yeah. see if they can give us a bloody yeah. nose. I wonder whether, again, the no fans thing is going to be a topic till it's not a topic. And I think there's something that kind of, it's a bit of a, it's a it levels the playing field in some, in some regards because it's one thing coming up and then you've got like, you've got Anfield, you've got 40, well, 50,000 effectively minus away fans and us where we're celebrating the, the league title and it's just this massive you know cacophony of noise to add to it that remind Leeds that they're up you know of the levels to all this stuff it'll be another footy team and I, I wonder whether that helps Bielsa's whole message around this is just they, they can rely on muscle memory a bit more it's just it's just another football match. They've been playing big, important football matches in front of no fans now at the back end of the season. They had to get the business done. They had to achieve promotion. And I do wonder whether it's just a little thing where, you know, I, I do. You look at look at Norwich last season because you kind of alluded to it, Ross. They gave us a they gave us a real game. It's a tough game until the point where we just battered them. It was four 0 at half time. Yeah. It wasn't long in the game. Was it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the scoreline didn't reflect. Well, we, were we, were, yeah, well, we were dealing with that, like we were playing the high line and all that kind of stuff, and they were sticking balls in behind and yeah, pocky chasing things down. And all that. They, they came swinging for us, but ultimately we were a much better side. And we had and we had all the things going for us. Leeds will probably right, Chris. I think Leeds will probably try and replicate that. And I just wonder whether because it's all well and good going, we should be fearful of Leeds. Well, you know, we we could have said this. We probably said the same thing about Norwich and all the same cliches about sides. Not Norwich. Not Norwich are one of those sides that you've stuck five past every time yeah. you've played them yeah. over the course of their, their yo-yo Premier League Championship thing. Leeds is a, is a different kettle of fish altogether because mm-hmm. it is you are venturing into the unknown, much like they are. And, it, you know, it comes across like I'm very scared of it. I'm not. Champions of England, I just think it's a difficult game for us. Yeah. And in the same way, Leeds haven't played a side as good as Liverpool in 17 years. Yeah. Unless they've hit one in an FA Cup yeah. or a League Cup or something like that. So this is this is a huge ask for Leeds, more so than it is for Liverpool, but it's a potential banana skin. The, the, the pressure's on Liverpool. Isn't it? Mm-hmm. You know, no one's expecting Leeds to go and, and win that game. They do. That's why they they've got nothing to lose. Go in and, and and give it a go. But also that, that form you were talking about of you know February January 
December, whatever it was, Liverpool dropped off. Get earlier. <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> right. yeah. December. Yeah, December. Yeah, when we played about yeah. three years ago. Yeah. Um, you know, it's, March, it, it's, a good, it's a good time for Leeds, isn't it, to, to take you know a stand on that and go, actually, well, Liverpool aren't in great form. The confidence isn't low. The pressure's on Liverpool. They're the champions of England. You know, everyone's expecting Liverpool to win. So what have Leeds got to lose? Nothing. You might as well go for it. Yeah. yeah. And I, I think the three things is right, isn't it? It's, there's a couple of ways of approaching this. We talked about when, when the restart happened and we had Everton. And there was a real onus on Carlo Ancelotti's Everton to just not get battered by us because it, it set, a, set a template. And I just wonder whether there'll be a little bit of that. Leeds' defence was a big feature of what they were doing last season. And whether that, you know, we talked about... But you know, you say my Burnley parking the bus and all that kind of stuff. Like, I do wonder whether there's two approaches, and is there? Do you come out windmilling and try and land the blow, and you could catch Liverpool coals? Bielsa might choose to do that. You know, I would, I would much prefer them to try and do that. To be perfectly honest. Because Liverpool actually fares really well against teams to do that. Let's be honest. I would be more concerned if they decide to come and be dogged and defensive and resolute and what have you. Because one one thing that we've seen and one thing we have struggled with is fluidity and getting ourselves up to speed. And we know that if the front three haven't clicked and they've not found the, the shooting boots, etc., we do toil a little bit against these kind of sides. Um, but I think it's a free. It's a free, Bielsa's got the freedom to choose what he wants to do because if if they go out, if they go down swinging, he gets to go. Well, lads, you, you scored a goal. You did a goal. You did a good thing. Look at these good things that you did against the best team in the land. But alternatively, if he manages to engineer a draw, I mean, all the all the best managers. If you should try, that's what I think. I, the best managers come to draw at Anfield. Mm. They, they don't come and try to beat us. They come to look to frustrate us, and that's and that's the best chance I think you've got of getting a result. But we, we can try, kind of talk. Well, let's not let's not forget while you're talking about the defence there, they've mm. not got Ben White. Mm. You know, he's a linchpin of the, of that defence last season. I know they, they've signed players and they've signed Rodrigo for like twenty nine million quid, but Klopp like and Bielsa are very similar in that they they don't want to rush players in. Mm-hmm. He's not. He got. He hasn't got a choice when it comes to the centre half. He has to bring somebody in because Ben White's yeah. not there anymore. Rodrigo. That's an interesting one for me because there. He. He. I imagine he's going to be a bit more of your Bobby Firmino type of a centre forward. He's not there to get you twenty, thirty goals. He's, well, if he is, he's not done it throughout his career. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, so what? So is he going to play the lad who did well with them last year? Who the concerns were? He didn't score enough goals for them and all that type of stuff. I. I would guess he doesn't. But how long is this lad going to sit on the bench for? Mm-hmm. Rodrigo, you know what I mean? Yeah. And you always find that. I think with quality's quality. Quality, true quality players tend to, to and I think it's actually forward positions. You know, we would for there's loads of examples in Liverpool's way of like Andy Robertson takes a few months to bed in Oxley Chamberlain, but like Cater well, starts the Cater starts the season, Mo starts the season, those, those kind of things. So it will be interesting. I wonder whether it will influence our our approach. But we'll talk about that in a little bit. Ross, I just want to talk about the um, obviously signing off preseason for what it was the weirdest preseason in the history of all time. Um, beating Blackpool for me took, just took a bit of the edge off everything because uh, we have this. We we always talk about this in what we do. Liverpool losing before an international break is like the worst time to be a Liverpool fan because social media and all that just becomes that becomes dead horrible. But like I personally just on all of it, just seeing Liverpool play, seeing Liverpool score goals, it made me it reminded me as if I needed reminding that 
we're dead good. <laughs> you know, like as if all the silverware and all the things we've achieved in this time hasn't hasn't already told us that. I think you do. Every season comes around. It's like you need to prove you can score a goal, and <laughs> what and we scored and we scored loads of them. So like, it really helped my mood. I think going into this game, yeah, and it helped the confidence of the players, the ones that are getting goals. And if, you know, Taki Elliot. You know, I know Salah didn't score, but you know that's 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 the one thing people picked up of. Like, mm-hmm. oh, it's Blackpool and Salah has not scored. It's like well, you can't have everything. But in terms of fluidity and rhythm going forward and confidence, I think it was a massive boost. Like you can see the two goals, but you can see the step up in impression, the step up of, of the gears that Liverpool are going through to build up towards this. Like I didn't take any notice of the back end of last season or the pre-season games so far because they're not competitive games of football. This yeah. this, this will be like you know, the lads know that you can't go and burn yourself out. And particularly those lads that went on international duty, which is again, which is fucking stupid, the week before the Premier League. You still gotta gear yourself up for an intense season. Like this like this is unknown to them. They've not had a break for three, four years and they've got to do this and then go into what is it, Euros and then another one and then another World Cup. They've got to look after themselves. Mm. You can't look too much into performances or results and stuff like that. I know what you're saying about the Blackpool thing, Sam, because you want to go into a season on, on a win. But like Again, that just, I don't read too much into that either. No, I, yeah, I, and we, we were saying this on the, the on the podcast, right? Because is that it's about taking little bits and pieces and positives and all that kind of stuff. Like, and and, and in terms of like someone like Takumi Minamino, this preseason's been essential for him mm. because you know, like let's use like a contrasting example: Curtis Jones and Nico Williams actually got lots of time in the restart and got minutes under the belt that they probably wouldn't have done and I think that's so, it, that helped their careers on more than, than anything anything else Minamino actually just needs to play and needed a few no pressure games almost to go out there and just show that he's fully integrated and that, he's been the big takeaway I think from, from pre-season Him and the fact that you know we're starting to see a little bit of a 4-2-3-1 formation are the two big takeaways for me and one leads directly to the other doesn't it and you know I, I, I liked the way that Taki played against I think it was Everton, you know. I know we didn't score it after the restart against Everton, but he played well. Over was he right? Was he right wing in that game? It was a it was a funny position. It wasn't something I expected to see him in, but he's played left. We've seen him play the nine as well, but we're getting more out of him breaking from deep, aren't we? And going yeah. into the penalty area and get, and it goes back to what you were saying at the start of the show, really. And like you know, when Liverpool have toiled, it has been against the low block side, and this is another string to the bow. This is a, another way to attack these types of teams now, and just to get an extra body in there. And he's so quick, and he, he over over a couple of yards, and he, he's so quick of thought as well. And his passing's really good. We've just looked really good in the in the top end of the pitch. And what I find really interesting is we've done all this without Trent. Mm-hmm. And I know it's only pre-season. Don't look. I know I, I've you, I've got to temper it a little mm-hmm. bit there, but. We've never really looked good without Trent, mm-hmm. not for a couple of years. You know what I mean. So even to just see this without him, wow, what's it going to look like when he's back? Yeah, absolutely. I think you know, we talk about it. It's, it's strings to the bow, isn't it? And what it means is, formation-wise, Ross, we can tailor our tactics actually to opponents a bit more than we normally would. Like I think for the last few seasons, we've had a since the since Klopp's first season when I think we had we had a couple of ways of playing. When we when we we were playing good opposition, we play four three three. Yeah, and we start to build up Bobby in the nine, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But you know there was a, a plenty of examples that season where we still played four two three one. You know we played that away in uh, Dortmund. 
Dipakariki leading the line, that kind of stuff. We've had our main way of playing, and that's what we've done. And that's, I think, where a lot of people's fears have come from around looking into the new season. Have Liverpool been figured out? Has it gone a bit stale? And when Liverpool have, and we mentioned before, have toiled, they figured a way to nullify Trent Alexander-Arnold and to some extent Andy Robertson, but mainly, but mainly Trent. So there's time and time again, if you look back at the games where we've dropped points, it's either we, we were missing one of the, like we're missing Salah or we were missing Trent. And it's about finding ways to make sure that we can do do different things. And I think if you can, and this what the change in formation potentially is an interesting discussion, because if you can get an extra body up and, up and round Bobby, I think that helps us. And also, if you can get Naby Keita into the side as well, all of a sudden, you've got two very gifted footballers who are very good in tight spaces, and it allows you to play through the middle of the park a bit more, which means that the delivery from wide becomes one of the weapons in your arsenal, not the be-all and end-all. Yeah, it's uh, going to be difficult for opponents to deal with something else for Liverpool, isn't it? Like you said, like, you think they've worked them out. I think it was Aston Villa and Burnley, maybe, and it got to the point where, as soon as they loaded the box with bodies... And you just have Trent constantly whipping balls in. It's frustrating to watch. Whereas everyone's after that that creative midfielder. And I know that's not the right term, but like that's what Taki will bring. You know, he's got, he's still got that unpredictability because he's hardly played for us. What opponents don't know what he's going to do, but he's yeah. played several different positions. Some of the games that he has played, he's played with fringe players and youth players, and that's when he's trying to bed in and adapt. Mm. Whereas now he's he's gaining confidence. He's playing with the first team now, is what you you were saying before. And he's getting that link and that rhythm. And not only that, off the pitch, he's seen his mates. He had four months of like, you know, being shut in a room by himself. So I think you know, Liverpool having a, a, a different option, either not even before games, but during games, if the game's not going our way, you can go, right, I've got a different option. It's not like a like for like for a, a midfielder. You're going, I'm going to, I'm going to go 43 1. Exactly, you just said. What I think, sorry, Chris, just following on from this, there's going to, and we've seen a little bit hint of that. We actually saw, and you look, I don't think the Blackpool game is going to be a template for what we see because it can't. Because yeah, you don't want to go two 0 behind in every game. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I think, it, but it, but we show sh- shades in that game of what we saw in the in the man, in the Arsenal Charity Shield game is. There'll be games where they're so dug in deep, the opponents, and they're so like they decided that's it, we're holding on, we have no further ambitions. We've actually we've seen us with like basically no DM. Yep. In some of these games, we're just going to continue to overload and blitz teams. It's a very, it's a very Man City approach yep. to, to, to football. Yeah, I think back to that goal, um, goal Naby Keita volley. Was it a goal or did he, or did he put it onto the post or something? Post. post wasn't it? Yeah. I think back to that and where Naby is, five yards behind him is Fabinho. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that, like, I remember just looking at it going, wow. Yeah. I mean, not only you got one on the edge of the box, even if it just, because that'd be small, it could quite easily get over his head. You know what I mean? Fabinho's five yards behind him and there's no one between the two. They're pinning them in inside their, in, inside their defensive third. And, you know, for me, I look at I look at Tacky and what he can bring. And, you know, and, and going back uh, just a, a couple of minutes ago to what you were saying about playing centrally, what does playing centrally do? Freeze up the fucking wide stuff. Yes. You know, and then, then you go wide. Well, then the middle's not as congested. Yeah. And it's just a constant back and forth. If, you're, a chess doubling match, up, right? if you're doubling up on Trent... Then, then it, then it stands to reason that someone else is being is being forgotten about for that. You, de- you you're dead right on that. I think what's because again, not just that the thing you're saying there. And I'm not saying we'll see loads of this because I think Fabinho will play more than he doesn't. But we fit again. We finished the Blackpool game with Curtis Jones and Naby Keita as a midfield two. 
Curtis Jones has played. Both of these lads have played on the wing in the time. You know, we had no DM. We, we finished the Charity Shield game, albeit with Fabinho at centre half, but with Genie Van Alden as 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 this navigator, depending on what on what. You, the point is, is that we it's it's mad. Like the the overloading of attack and talent that we're getting on there is potentially frightening. And, it's and, also mad, like you know, without when you consider like signings and all that type of stuff. I wonder why Klopp likes versatile players. This is the reason. Yeah, it's true. You did total football, isn't it? That's <laughs> what we like to see. Um, no, we were I... taking a lot of shots from distance in that game as well. You know, like we got again several bodies in the box. We didn't like proper Arsenal it and you know ticky tack of football, trying to force the ball in. Like you know the, the nappy shot you're talking about. I'm sure Tacky had a few as well as and Curtis Jones did as well of taking chances and taking risks. It's different different types of risks you can take if like Naby goes past a few players but it's getting to the point now where like you know <laughs> you can mark those wide players but then you're making space for people to have shots at goal hmm. so it's not like we normally most of our goals come from inside the box don't they I'm right in saying so having that element to your game as well of going well you could <laughs> lead to be different because they man mark don't they but hmm. when you face up clubs that don't do that they can't give, can't give someone five yards on the ball. Absolutely. Right, we're going to take a very short break uh, to discuss some Liverpool-related merchandise that we have available now. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you all at home uh, the 30 seconds or so of the advert break to name as many of Liverpool's starting 11 the last time we played Leeds United in the Premier League at Anfield. See you in a sec. Yes, you can get some Redmen merchandise. Go to the redmentv.com. Uh, there's a shop tab there, or you can go to Chris, the URL. What for? For the shop. The Redmen shop. I'm buying time. The dash <laughs> tv.myshopify.com. Nailed it. Probably. <laughs> no idea. Bit.ly forward slash Redmen shop. There you go. There you go. Oh, do you know what? Just, no. Yeah. The, the store tab on the YouTube page works well. Or oh, the store tab. In fact, if you're watching this on YouTube, this should be. Or the redmentv.com and click shop. I said that, that was the first said, thing. Yeah, I said yeah. that. Now, if you go onto our channel page, there's a thing that says store now. Oh, and, and they're all there, yeah, but they're under the video as well. And, and well, you, you can get them in a, in a plethora of places, um, none of the links we know. 
Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, just, just, <laughs> just click the pictures underneath this video. You'll be, Pretty you'll be laughing. Or if you're on, if you're on, if you're listening to this in podcast form, then yeah, go to go to the redmantv.com and click the shop. Um, right, I asked before uh, we headed off for our advert break. Fucking hell, talking about the advert break's been longer than the actual advert break. Um, the last time Liverpool played Leeds United in the Premier League at Anfield, Saturday the twenty fifth of October two thousand and three, twelve thirty kickoff that it was. Um, Chris, who was in goal for Liverpool? 2003. Michel? Dudek. 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 Right. Names. Oh, gosh. Back four. Risa. Risa. Hippier. Hippier. Carragher. No. Pancho. No. No. 2000. Okay. Get the right. Get, get right back. Uh, 2003. Finnan. Oh, Steve Finnan. Correct. Yeah. It's a bit of a weird one, the centre half. You might have Can even forgotten. <laughs> you might have even forgotten <laughs> that he played. Ulier bought him as a midfielder. Biscan moved him to centre half, and then Benitez moved oh, him back Igor. to midfield. Igor Biscan midfield. Gerard. Stephen Gerard. Danny Murphy. No. Is that, uh, yeah, okay. Um, Former Leeds United player. Ooh. <laughs> Harry? Harry Kewell, mm-hmm. correct. Um, he's Paddy Vegas, mate. Vladdy. Vladdy Sweet, yeah. And a front three. Fucking hell. Okay. Fowler had gone. gone by then. He yeah. was at Leeds. He uh, already gone to City at that point. Had he? Possibly. He's not him. He wasn't in the Heskey. Leeds, Heskey. Owen. Owen. Peter? No, is that too, too early? Um, 2003. This Sean. Is, no, too, too late for Sean Dundee. <laughs> Carl early for, Too early for, 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 for Peter Crouch and Dirk Kout. And also, unfortunately, too late for Nicholas and Elke. Oh, no, oh, Chief. <laughs> yes, that absolutely nailed it. Um, and it's going to be mentioned all, all over the place, of course. But actually, there was two... Um, oh, gosh, actually, three... Three people who would either go on to or had played for Liverpool. Oh, fuck God, there's loads of Liverpool for. So, Dominic Matteo was in the Leeds team. Yeah, he, got, he was there when he got relegated. Yeah. Jermaine Pennant was in the Leeds team. Was he? Mm. I didn't know he played for Leeds. Yeah. James Milner, of course. Yeah, was in, yeah he, was, he was there when he got relegated. Team. It was that season he got relegated, wasn't it? And Nick Barnby as well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'd never have guessed it, but I do remember him playing at Leeds. One final one. Bonus points for anyone who wants to get this home as well. Who was the Leeds United manager? With a heavy connection no, I, I, to us as well. I, uh, I've seen the documentary recently, so I absolutely should know this, but they had about five managers in, in that time. Mm. It, uh, no, I, I can't think. He's not a hero to Liverpool fans. But he is a hero in the city of Liverpool. It's Peter Reid. Yeah, yeah, I should have known that. Peter Reid, there you go. Yeah, um, I should yes. have known that. There you go. If you got all of that, you're an absolute cheat. Um, but, but yes, I don't believe anyone could possibly have gotten any of that without a little bit of help. But yeah, maybe you are just a, a, a footballing savant, in which case you give yourself a big pat on the back. Um, okay, Chris. Hi. It's not a loaded question, although okay. I know what I, I, I suspect what your answer might be if it was up to you. Four three three or four two three one. Klopp will play a four three three. You think? 
Yeah. I just think he's going to go with the formation that the team know best at this time of season. I think if anything goes wrong, we go to 4-2-3-1. But workman like industrious insert that type of word into the midfield. Um, hopefully Trent starts. Um, the front three start. What, if if that's the case, just follow your thinking on industri- what does an industrious Liverpool midfield look like with what we've got available to us? Well, Fabinho and Wijnaldum. And then, and then probably cater to be honest, because yeah, we don't have that. I, I don't. I, I know Milner will want to play. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure he does. Yeah, I, 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 yeah. I think we've got. I think unless Van Adams left. Yeah, unless Van Adams <laughs> left. Yeah, he's had a big talk. Yeah, and I let's hope this isn't dated horrendously between uh, recording and. They should have, when they have a big talk. I think you should have a Horlicks because it calms you down, doesn't it? Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Like and just, well, I know there'll be plenty of hugging. Well, regardless of how it goes. Oh yeah. Won't get off. Run the red, will he? No one. We'll get a hug off on the red. No, well, maybe. Who knows? Get a red, get a red Christmas tree. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, this is a nice joke. Um, right. Yeah, I mean, I guess. Look, at the moment, in terms of injury news, we know Henderson's back in training, and he was reportedly desperate, gagging, <laughs> gagging for it, desperate to play against Blackpool. Um, obviously, Klopp kept him back because he just hadn't hadn't trained enough. Trent played for England, so he should be in contention. Matter played 45 versus Blackpool, as we know, and scored. Shimikas is out because he's got COVID isolation, which is all the rage amongst Premier League footballers at the moment. Um, Oxlade-Chamberlain, yeah. Uh, I'll do that in a sec. Uh, Oxlade-Chamberlain <laughs> is out, and Shakiri. Can we just all do this at the same time? Nobody knows. Nobody knows what's going on with Jaden Shaqiri ever. I think he must be having like a, a series of bad nightmares, just keeping him out. Maybe it's just like his, his hair plugs aren't taken and he has to keep going back. And he's just it's the back. only logical explanation for it. Well, at this point, like I can't even... I mean, he must just have... Is he just consistent injury problems? I... I at this point now, where we do it. In fact, again, going through last year's book, there's at least... Two occasions in that book where in Ross's play ratings he just writes he's alive. <laughs> <laughs> scary. No rating. He just just yeah. pleased to see that he's alive. I reckon he's he got his hair transplant. He's trying to get on rides at Alton Towers, and he's like he's trying to grow it and he's trying to go back to right one and a half meters. Yeah, that's limit, where he, that's where he is. Yeah, growing well, hair because he, he's trying to look young to be able to. Yeah, he's using it for extra height. Extra height. He's trying to get his lifts as well. Yeah. <laughs> you get lifts in footy boots. Right. Um, I think he's got clogs. Big shame. Um, but uh, look, really, the, the decisions to be made here. I mean, unless there's any late fitness stuff, it will be whether if Trent's fit, he'll play. I, I imagine, but I also don't think the club will be too concerned if he has to play Nico Williams in this one, Milner. given or you know, or if Milner has to play in, in, in a full-back position. But you know, Nico Williams come back, scored the so, winner for Wales. It would just Wales. be so sly on James if because he played the charity shield the full-back, didn't he? Is that right? Was it no, what, 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 was it Blackpool he Blackpool played? He Blackpool, played, Blackpool. Yeah, and it's just first game of the season. Yeah, you're gonna be a sentiment fielder, mate. Right back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Isn't it? Um, I wouldn't shot, wouldn't shot me either way, but I, I, I think it depends on the pecking order of things, really, doesn't it? I, I, I think Milner plays. I look, Shimakas plays against Blackpool at left back. I think if he's available, I think he just would because he would need minutes to get to get integrated. Milner's our thing. But he was he was international anyway, wasn't he? That's where he got his COVID, wasn't it? Don't know. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. Okay, sounds. Oh yeah, but, but okay, sounds. Well, yeah, that, that that's. I think Milner's their choice fullback at yeah. this point, but I'd be interested to see what happens with, with Nico. But anyway, the, the the trend thing. I think if he's fit, he plays. It's whether Henderson's fit to play because he'll be doing everything in his power to be available for this. But it's it's the midfield. It's it's formation. 
will dictate, but also who's available, I think. I, I think a lot of it, I've joked about it before, but it's the genie stuff as well. Like, what do you do? Because you've got Arsenal and Chelsea, or Chelsea-Arsenal after, after this. Like, you can't plop Henderson into one of those games, can you? They're, they're massive games. He's, he's been injured, so he's not. he needs game time before he goes into one of those. literally oh. dropped him straight back into the Atletico Madrid. It's a good out. game, and he was boss. It's a good shout though. You know, it's been a while since he's had minutes. But but also on the flip side, you know, after Genie's conversation, I'm not saying just bit him off. He doesn't want to be here. But it was someone's mindset. I think you'd rather give the game to Jordan Henderson, who's the you know club captain, and say, listen, I need I need Henderson up to speed for these two games. Yeah, I think that's, I think Genie. that's right. Yeah. I think I think when was the last time Henderson played? Mm-hmm. You know, he lifted the trophy. He wasn't playing that game. Yeah. You know, it's, it's a long time ago. Like, and I think was he out for three weeks maybe before the Atletico game? It's not quite as as long a spell, is it? You know, you, two three months maybe since mm-hmm. he's played a game of footy. And we were desperate for him then as well. Like, but it, that that, that also makes me think thirty minutes. Yeah, yeah. Thirty minutes for Hendo. Just you, again, you don't know, do you? you? Don't know where he's at. You don't know whether he's played behind closed doors or any of those kind of things. He's the kind of player he will just won't be asked if he if he's fit, which by all accounts he is. Yeah. He'll play because you're right. He needs to get he needs to get his minutes somewhere. You're better throwing him in against Leeds or throwing yeah. him in against the, throwing the him in other thing as well. I, I, I and maybe this is me being wrong here, and let me know in the comments if you think that. But there was a time when I've spoke about it, like we need fucking leaders and stuff like that. You know what I mean? If you take a step back and you look at this side now, they're all leaders. They've all won the Premier League. Like you know, you can, Allison, Virgil Van Dijk. I mean, Gomez is a bit of a leader in, in himself, and Andy Robertson. Trent, you know, leads by example kind yeah. of players. There's leaders yeah. all over the park. I for think us. if we're playing four three three, I think we have to play Jordan Henderson in, in this because I think you do require his his drive and his and his and his leadership and all those other bits and pieces that he does because I don't think without Oxley Chamberlain we've got I mean Naby can do it of course he can it, we, you could play Naby on the right hand side of the three and you'd get because he had some good results from there you know that little spell leading up to the Club World Cup he was playing on that he was playing a bit more on that side and what have you but I think if you're playing a two you've then got a consideration of what is that two and you don't want two I don't know whether you want Fabinho and Henderson as a two if you're playing four two three one I think I think we you you want I think you I think having Fabinho in there because I think Fabinho picks himself pretty much at the moment and I wonder whether if he goes four two three one you put a Minamino in the ten again and then it's I think it might be Fabinho That's what I'd love to see. Yeah. I would love to see and I think I think they deserve it. I think Cater and Minamino deserve to play. I'd play Minamino I sorry, I'd play Cater in a three personally. Mm-hmm. I because I think he's good. I think he's good. I think he doesn't look like he's dead industrious, but I think he is. He just he just happens to be a bit more attacking than the others and maybe we focus on that a little bit. But see, I think Minamino deserves a start. So does Cater. Yeah. And I don't think he can play both of them in a four two three one. Mm, yeah, I, see, I do like Cater from deep though saying that yeah, I, do, I, I wouldn't mind for being on Cater thinking about it now. Yeah, that's it I mean, that's what we've kind of started to allude towards with the 4 one is that we're seeing Cater play as part of the, the two effectively aren't we when we do it I think it, again we, um, and I kind of teed it up before in what are the opponents going to do and I think if Klopp is certain that Leeds are just going to come and defend for the lives for 90 minutes I think we might start four two three one and just go. Well, fuck it. We'll just go. We'll just put our best foot forward and, and go for it. I agree that I think we might that we might warm into that though as the season goes on. But for me, it's uh, if it was me, if we're playing four two three, if we, if we feel like leading on the defence, do it. Whatever. Let's not waste time. Let's not let's not switch it up with forty five minutes and give us forty five minutes to chase a win. Just chase up. Have not have the full ninety to chase it as it were. Alternatively. If it was four three three and Hendo's not fully fit and available, I'd quite like to see him in field three of Fabinho, Cater and Jones. 
interesting. I, I want to see Curtis Jones get, get good, and I think he's the closest fit to that. The drive, the energy, gets up and support, because although it's 4 it's 3 it's, off as well. Yeah, yeah, and as much as it's a 4-3-3, three, three, it's actually another example of you effectively leaving Fabinho to do all the dirty work. Because if they're going to part the bus, that's two more men you, you you throw them forward there. They can both be really attacking for me. Yeah, that, that's what I was going to ask actually, lads. So, because in my head, forty three one is is the more safe, generally speaking, formation than a four three three. I think of the four three three and and the, you know the three forwards really high up and stuff you like think that. Rafa, but, and Mourinho, yeah, exactly. It, it's not, and I think both formations have got a little bit of stability to them. And they're able to get forward. I think it's easier to leave a player forward in the four-two-three-one. Mm-hmm. I think you're reliant a lot on the engine room of the midfielders breaking and joining. And I think that's why probably four-two-three is slightly more offensive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it protected, it's a personal-wise because again, if you put you know in years gone by under Rafa, if you put Mascherano and Alonso into a four-two-three-one, well, you've got two two DMs on the pitch, and that was always our complaint. We always wanted to go a bit more positive and all that kind of stuff, whereas. I mean, like, look at again, look at the Community Shield. The two when the two is Wijnaldum and Cater, there's no complaints there. That's you've got you've basically got six attacking players on the on the pitch mm-hmm. because you have, and then that's not even counting the fullbacks who still love to maraud forward and whatever. Yeah, Ross, what would you do? Um, I think again, it depends on who's fit. If Trent's there, I think you go. I think you just go four three three and stick to what you know what you said before. You know you've got people covering, filling for those fullbacks. I think if you're leads as much as I said it before of you know having have nothing to lose. I think they'll still be nervous. You know you're going against the best team currently in, in the world. Like you know when you see the likes of Virgil Van Dijk in the front three and, and Robertson all think and Trent all the things they have to think about. I think you stick to what you know, especially your first game of the season. You want to win under your belt. I'd like to see us go and put a game away early. Um, I think four three three gives you that. I mean, this is the string, string. It's all fluid anyway. I just want to see. I just want to see Takumi Minamino on the pitch. I just think you know. I think you're at home, and we'll, I, we don't know. Is the point? I guess at, at this point because there's not been enough football and we've not seen enough of what the actual concrete plans are. You might just find that we switch to this forty-three ones, the new formation for the season. We Love might it. find it's not. You know, it's. Love it. Oh no, you've made up. Um, but we might find it's been a bit of a feint from the manager. He's just been doing it just because it's because it was his break glass formation last season when we were chasing games with fifteen minutes to go. We switched to forty-three-one yeah. so many times. Get Divock on the pitch. Put Salah which stands to reason that's the five-nil formation. Yeah, it's the Man City five-nil in twenty minutes formation. If yeah. you're switching to it at the end because you know it's going to score goals, let's yeah. just do it from the beginning. Absolutely. Um, something to cheer at, cheer at our tellies for yeah score predictions Chris two wonderful Ross it's a 3-1 yeah I'll take a 3-1 why not I think Leeds give it I, think, I do think Leeds land a, land a blow but if it's not one of them games again I don't know enough about Leeds I don't know how they're going to go I could easily see this being a, a I don't one think they're sitting back I, I do not think they're sitting back interesting Predictions then in the comments. What do you think the starting eleven is going to be? Who would you like to see? Four two three one or four three three? And your score predictions as well. Chris, of course, has already done his starting eleven prediction show. That is up on the YouTube channel. If you want to see what he really thought, um, then you can go and check that out as well. Uh, and there's a whole host of other brilliant content, including our thank you Jurgen video that was constructed from Liverpool fans sending messaging from around the world. It's a wonderful, wonderful piece of content. Uh, there's also a video I did over on Mates TV which looks at whether Liverpool fans are being ripped off by the two-tier shirt system created by Nike. Loads of stuff to keep you going. And yes, once again, thanks so much to Odds Checker for sponsoring the content and the countdown to the season. Do go uh, click the link in the description, uh, download the app, and obviously 
make sure you're 18 plus and that you're gambling responsibly if you choose to do so gentlemen thank you very much it's been an absolute pleasure cannot wait the live stream will be kicking off uh, 10 minutes before the team comes out uh, on game day and then we'll be live with a live commentary 15 minutes before the game as well right here on the youtube channel we'll see you there even on a budget quality is non-negotiable that's why quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks italian leather jackets and so much more and the best part about quince they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe ethical and responsible manufacturing elevate your style without the elevated price tag with quince Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.